Welcome to the Frontline Herbalism Podcast with your host Nicole Rose from the Solidarity Apothecary. This is your place for all things plants and liberation. Let's get started. Hiya, uh, so a little a little bonus podcast this week. Um, I'm going to be recording a um, an article that I wrote um, called The Revolutionary Potential of the Prisoner Class, which was just came out in a publication called Bulldozer, which is like a um, kind of a zine or a journal from a group called IWOC in Ireland. So that's the Incarcerated Workers Organising Committee. They focus on um, supporting like individual prisoners and fighting for prisoners' collective rights to education, health and employment. Um, they work hard to support and connect prisoner family members. Um, and they're part of the Industrial Workers of the World, the IWW. Um, who are kind of like a radical radical union um, organizing against capitalism with people across like all different industries and workplaces. Um, and yeah, the zine is like about prison abolition. It recognizes that prisons are tools of oppression, tools that are used by governments to discipline the working class and repress political dissent. Um, they recognize that the prison system is also an industry and an industry that commodifies prisoners and generates significant profits for capital and that the human beings churned up in prison suffer dehumanizing experiences while inside and stigmatization when they are released. And yeah, I don't know if my friends in that crew are like anonymous people or put their names to things. So I'm not going to say their names, but I'm just going to say that. Um, I adore them and they're amazing comrades and yeah I'm really excited to get back over to Ireland sometime um, because yeah obviously pandemic put a stop to that. Um, I studied in Ireland with the plant medicine school and yeah my granddad's side of the family are all Irish so there's this kind of like emotional connection to the land there and like the people there and all their different struggles and um yeah, and yeah, I'm really excited about this bulldozer zine. It's really nice. There's some really cool articles in there by different people in prison and, and like former prisoners. Um, so definitely check it out. It's free to download. You can get it at onebigunion.ie forward slash bulldozer. Um, and I've also put this article that I'm going to read on my website as like a separate thing. Feel free to share it wherever you like. I'd really appreciate people's feedback. Um yeah, I know this is like a herbalism podcast, but like I've mentioned before, like the goal of this podcast is kind of to be a platform for different struggles um, beyond herbalism and including herbalism. And yeah, for people who are wondering, like, what the hell does this, how the hell does this connect to the Frontline Herbalism podcast? Like, I, yeah, I ask that you check out my Prisoner's Herbal book, which kind of links like how we can kind of overcome this like dehumanizing nature of prison by like connecting with plants and building health autonomy through herbal medicine inside and yeah and just kind of like a lot of my work has been focused on state violence and how trauma shapes our bodies and things like this um so I do think it is really relevant and <laughs> I know like herbalists maybe aren't like the most like diehard anarchists in the world sometimes but I also think like um, people are like super open-minded and herbalists really care about health and they care about humans and most herbalists I've met care about you know social justice and stuff so yeah I would definitely encourage you to learn more about the prison system and its kind of role in society and you know like we obviously in 2020 with the George Floyd uprisings a lot of people learned about the ideas around like abolition 
different concepts of like how do we respond to harm without putting people in cages what kind of infrastructure do we need in our communities um how are prisons racist how are the police racist like there was a lot of like kind of political education online and in the streets about the role of prisons in society and yet yeah, this is just like one little drop in the ocean of that kind of movement work so yeah enjoy and um yeah i will be back next week i can't remember which plant is next on the list but it will be another one from the prisoners herbal and oh no actually it might be an exciting interview with the authors of the queer plant scene so i'm just gonna do a little teaser there i'm gonna tell you more about it next week but um anyway uh take care and yeah enjoy the article In October 2021, after a workshop about herbalism and PTSD with a group of ex-prisoners in Glasgow, I felt inspired to make a meme. It said, the prisoner class has the most revolutionary potential, change my mind. You know, like the one with the man like sat with the, the tablecloth and stuff. Okay, it went kind of viral and inspired me to write this article about why the prisoner class has revolutionary potential. The revolutionary power of the prisoner class is not a new concept. George Jackson wrote, the sheer numbers of the prisoner class and the terms of their existence make them a highly uh, make them a mighty reservoir of revolutionary potential. Working alone and from within a steel enclosed society, there is very little that people like myself can do to awake the restrained potential revolutionary outside the walls. This is part of the task of the prison movement. That is part of the task of the prison movement. A close friend of mine in prison and I were once chatting about probation officers, solicitors, social workers, offender managers, prison officers, police and even middle class comrades who feel like social workers, like we are projects or people to fix or save. We talked about the injustice of everything and how most reforms are just not going to make a fucking difference at all. Her words stayed with me. She said, it's all got to go. We have to start again. The local revolutionary potential of the prisoner class. When you're in prison, when you are seeing the extent of state violence, the ease at which it is inflicted and the brutal obviousness of how it is classed, racialized, and gendered, you have no hope for Jeremy Corbyn or liberal ideas of reform. There is no trust or investment in politicians, no hope for participating in some kind of quote-unquote civil society. All the energy it takes to radicalise people, to make them see that the system is rotten to the core, isn't needed. People who have been in prison know. They know with their bodies, their families, their lives. It is because of this lived experience of oppression that, any, that the prisoner class has revolutionary potential. Prison takes everything from you, so you feel like you have nothing to lose anymore. For prisoners who are doing serious time, or for those who have families, which is a lot of them, they may self-regulate their behaviour or limit their organising because things like parole are weaponized against them. But compared to people without a history of imprisonment, you're already fucked and excluded from the workplace. You've already had your kids taken off you, you've got no chance at a career or even access to many higher education programmes. You're already facing huge stigma from society and will have a bad character reference any time you end up in the dock again. I've tried so hard to build up my life since prison, but self-employment has been the only option and of course it is precarious, low paid, without a pension and completely resting on your ability to work and your physical and mental health, which prison also destroys. So compared to privileged populations who are often pacified by the comforts and luxuries of capitalism, the prisoner class by default may lean towards resistance and rebellion. 
We've seen this with the Bristol riot in March 2021 and how many of the defendants having grown up in the care system, having been in prison before and having living and living with a hatred of the police due to their life experience. How can we support people harmed by the prison system? For many of the Kill the Bill defendants who have been in prison before, they've never had political support in the same way. Getting posts from comrades all over the world, being supported financially, having their names shared worldwide as people who fought back against the police. What is the revolutionary potential if this comradeship is extended to people behind bars in general, those whose lives have been destroyed by the criminal justice system? The global revolutionary power of the prisoner class. Prisons have always been a hotbed of struggle around the world, from the Kurdish freedom movement to the Black Panthers. Sakina Jansis, a Kurdish revolutionary imprisoned in Turkey for many years, wrote, Prisons are a battlefield. They have been sites of organising, education, strikes and more for decades. We cannot forget that prisoners keep each other alive through collective care too, listening to each other, sharing resources, giving emotional support, etc. These forms of resistance are often less visible than actions like hunger strikes, but they form a vital part of daily resistance to conditions that build power and solidarity. Separating prisoners into individual cells, as is the biggest pattern in new prisons, is a state strategy created to destroy prisoner organising and these more, more collective forms of life. Prisons are also a major colonial tool, from the gulags that enabled the colonisation of Siberia and the destruction and oppression of the many indigenous communities living there, to the penal colonies of the British, French and other colonial powers. This isn't just past tense. Prisons continue to be a colonial tool. In settler colonies such as the so-called United States, United States, Canada, Australia and others, First Nations and Indigenous communities continue to be massively criminalised and make up large numbers of people in prison. This is no accident. This is how white supremacy and colonialism survive. Anti-colonial struggles are therefore linked to prison resistance and so it is important to cultivate international solidarity amongst oppressed peoples across the world. Recognising prisons as weapons of state power makes them strategically important. IWOC organisers wrote, Prison is vitally connected to all other apparatuses of domination. They depend upon prison, so for us, attacking the legitimacy of prison is a means to destroy the state, or at least erode its power. We are anarchists, bitter enemies of the state, and we focus on prison because we are looking for, for the weakest spots in our enemy's armour. Starting with solidarity, building through action. Another Iowak quote that has stayed with me is, Rot doesn't grow where the sun shines. We need to shine a light on what is happening behind bars. Not just from think tanks and inspection reports, from the prisoners themselves. Action alerts can inform comrades about when a prisoner is being targeted and responses they generate do make a difference. It might be the difference between someone getting beaten by officers with absolute impunity and that person staying quote-unquote safe because the, person, because the prison knows people are watching them. It feels mundane to constantly create action alerts and graphics on Instagram asking people to contact prisons with complaints, but without it they can continue to target and talk to people. Through these action alerts we can build relationships with more people in prison and we can keep building a movement that takes action for and with people inside. Prisoners have been intellectual engines of movements for decades too. Sharing their writings beyond the prison walls is a revolutionary act. Likewise, supporting prisoner political education is incredibly important. We never know when that revolutionary moment might happen, when riots and strikes sweep through prisons, when there are mass breakouts and mass outrage enough to make the system buckle. 
but it's not going to come out of nowhere. We cannot predict it or control it, but we can try to inspire it. We can be the match. We can work to create the infrastructure that can support prisoners directly, that can amplify prison uprisings and rebellious prisoners. We can rupture the quote-unquote social licence the prison system and the state have, which means that whole populations believe prisons are natural, normal and necessary. Abolition is a verb, a doing word. We can be proactive and take the offensive. This infrastructure is not just about prisons themselves, but about communities of care. This is the biggest thing I've learned from black and brown feminists and abolitionists. From housing to harm reduction, to alternative mental health support, to structures to challenge sexual violence and support survivors. I feel distracted by my rage sometimes. I just want to destroy the prison system right now. I forget about abolition is so much more as a revolutionary strategy. It involves everyone. Check out Brick by Brick, How to Build a World Without Prison by Cradle Community if you're interested in this aspect of abolitionist work. But why should we focus on supporting prisoners when there are so many other things to fight? Author Carlin Faith writes that prison is the place where all injustices converge. Prisons are the main tool of the state to maintain a class stratified society. It's what stands between us and taking everything back from capitalists. Prisons keep people poor. They target racialized populations. They are an epicenter of violence against trans communities. The list is endless. Name any group of people experiencing oppression and you can guarantee they are a targeted part of the prisoner class. There are no quote-unquote single issues when it comes to prison. All these forms of injustice are interconnected and as Faith says, they converge in prison. We cannot forget either that this is a life and death struggle. England and Wales had at one point the highest rate of prisoner suicides in the world. The chance of dying from COVID-19 in prison was three times higher than the general population on the outside. I know prisoner support work is hard. I know it can feel less sexy and adrenaline-filled than being on the streets, fighting fascists or sabotaging a fox hunt. But it is important revolutionary work. We cannot forget people behind bars. We need to prioritise building relationships with prisoners, supporting prisoner families, challenging prison expansion and resisting the whole prison system and its role in society. But prisoners cannot be excluded from these movements. They need to be the heartbeat. Thanks so much for listening to the Frontline Herbalism podcast. You can find the transcript, the links, all the resources from the show at solidarityapothecary.org forward slash podcast.